Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, could I get my podcast toasted with a schmear of humour, please? Of course you can, sir. But we have a name for that here. It's called the Off Menu Podcast. With Ed Gamble and James Acaster. Yeah, I took you by surprise, <laughs> didn't I, with that you intro? Did. You played multiple characters. Yeah. Oh, it was very good, Ed, and you really, you really delivered it with confidence. Sometimes, you know, I can always detect in your voice, you really don't believe in that first bit, but th- that was really great. Yeah, and that's what took you by surprise. And that's why you were chuckling, looking at the great Benito. You couldn't believe it. <laughs> couldn't believe how good it was. Excellent uh, stuff. Well, if you're a little bit confused as to what even the great, uh, great Benito's off-menu podcast is, Uh, (laughs) Ah, Back to normal again Here we are Here he is Old friend I just thought I'd rename it The Great Benito's Off Menu Podcast I'm happy to call it that Absolutely A podcast where we ask a guest Their favourite ever Start a main course Dessert Side dish and drink All at the behest Of the Great Benito He makes us do it He makes us do it He's got a gun to our heads Who's our guest this week Ed? Susie Essman Susie Essman a very funny comedian, very funny actor. You may recognise her from Curb Your Enthusiasm. She plays Susie Green in Curb Your Enthusiasm. One of my favourite sitcom characters ever, I'd say. Absolutely amazing. Shouting at people, uh, calling people a fat fuck. <laughs> I hope when she comes Jeff. in here, she doesn't call either of us a fat fuck, James. Fingers crossed, but do you know what? I kind of will love it if she yeah, does. Yeah, because we've been in New York for a while now and we've very much been eating our way around the place. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be pretty great if she called us those names. Uh, it's what, I, what I'm hoping for in a way. Yeah, I would like that, actually. I hope she calls us names. Um, but uh, I'm also very excited to hear her menu. And, James, I hope she doesn't say a secret ingredient we have to try mm. and kick her out of the restaurant because I don't think it's going to go down well. No, no, no. Every single week, if someone mentions a secret ingredient that we don't like, then we kick them out. Although this week... Secret ingredient, I love it. Yeah. But you don't like it. So I'm I'm letting it go in, you know, fine. Secret ingredient is egg custard. Egg custard. I love egg custard. Yummer, yummer. It can F the F off as well, far as I'm concerned. Problem, it's, Why don't you like I it? don't trust the texture. What? It's like jelly, but dairy. Right, so that's you named two lovely things. Well Ooh, done. Not combined, mate. No, thank you. It's, it's like greatness, but loveliness. Old vom. No, absolutely not old vom. Awful. Egg new, custard tart. New vom. Egg, egg custard tart. You're living in the past, mate. Oh, no, I'm living in a dreamland if I'm eating an egg custard tart. Absolutely delicious. It's the sort of thing I Tiny Tim would think is a treat. Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. Well, what do you know what? He's a, good, he's a good, good-hearted character. He appreciates things in life. So maybe you could learn a thing or two from Tiny Tim. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's a good point, actually. I could learn a thing that or two ba- from That was Tiny a bad Tim. example. Yes, I apologise to all the Tiny Tim fans out there. And Tiny Tim himself, if he's listening. Uh, he's probably, always listening. Never dies, Tiny Tim. Probably a bigger Tim now, though, of course. No, no. Just Big immortal. Tim. Immortal, immortal Tim. Never, he's like Rasputin. Yeah. Tiny Tim. <laughs> Never dies. Well, sorry if you enjoy egg custard. It's not my sort of thing. So if Susie Essman says it, she's out on her ear and Although, she will not be going without a fight. Because I love it. I'll probably have to leave the restaurant as well. Yeah. If Susie leaves, I'll leave. Bye-bye. Here's Susie Essman. Welcome, Susie, to the Dream Restaurant. Thank you. <laughs> I have to tell you guys that (laughs) when I was asked to do this, you know, I said yes, because I I sent the email to my manager. He said, it's a really great podcast. Do it. So I was like, okay, good. You know, because I love all things. I'm an Anglophile. 
and uh, I thought you were taking me to a restaurant. <laughs> and, and then I realized I have to do homework. Yeah. I hate homework. <laughs> it's a restaurant of the mind. To do a lot yeah. Of, yeah, okay. to, I mean, yeah, you can imagine a restaurant, whatever your dream perfect restaurant is, that's what form will be. Yeah, but I'm all, I, I picked one from column A, one from column B. I'm not at yeah. one restaurant. No. I'm at a million fucking different restaurants here. <laughs> because I couldn't, uh, first of all, if I say, this, for, I hate my favorites. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. people say, what's your favorite color? Am I that superficial that I only like one thing? You, you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't have a favorite restaurant. Yeah. And in New York, if I say this restaurant and then another restaurant where they know me, then they're insulted. So no favorites. <laughs> no favorites. <laughs> Whenever you meet someone, like an adult, who has a favorite color, do they go down in your estimation? Absolutely yeah. go down. <laughs> or, or what's your favorite recording artist or your yeah. favorite movie? Who has one favorite? It depends on your mood or what you're in. You know, there's no such thing Very as a true. favorite. Very true. I always, uh, I always end up doing end of year lists of my favorite things of the year. And that's some, okay. That's yeah. pr- that year. Yeah. But is it all time? No, you know, never. The all greatest time. of all time. I hate that shit. I've got my <laughs> list of all time favorite colors, of course. Yes, and what would they be? Red, orange, well, green, I don't want to blue, reveal. Yellow. Yeah, blue. you know, Ed my, likes metal music, so I'm guessing it's all black. Isn't yeah, it? it's all black all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, you like what kind of music? Heavy metal music. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Not me. No. No. <laughs> not your favorite. No, not my favorite. No. But I could. There's something in it I could like. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know, you just discard. You wouldn't. I. I won't discard a whole genre, so to speak. That's fair. Now, uh, James made a noise at the beginning of the recording. There, uh, James is a, uh, a waiter genie in in this. Uh, and I must say, out of all the guests we've ever had, you are the one who most took the arrival of the genie in your stride. Yeah, it was like you see genies burst into the room all the time. <laughs> all the time. And you just go like, yeah, yeah, hi. Anyway, I don't have favourites. It's so a don't... sound effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys ever work in restaurants? I worked I've in worked a in a pub, in a pub kitchen, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah I worked in a, ki- in, uh, a couple of kitchens for yeah. like uh, six years. I was a waitress for many, many, many years. Many. Yeah. And when when you work in a restaurant, you see the worst in people. Absolutely, the worst. The food brings out the worst behavior yeah. in people yeah. ever. What's what's some of the work? Have you got some like uh, that you still look back on and go, "That was the worst customer ever." There were so many. Uh, you yeah. know, they're just complaining and fetching, and <laughs> you know, it would start with they'd walk into the restaurant. This seat is drafty. I want to sit over here, and then whatever. They were just horrible people. And I remember I waitressed for about seven years and uh, five years I was not doing stand-up and then I started doing stand-up and the guy who owned the restaurant where I worked in he was a he was an old bar mitzvah band accordion player who wanted to be in showbiz but wasn't so he was totally into me when I started doing stand-up he'd let me leave early yeah. you know and go do sets and he would let me like he'd let me quit and then go on unemployment and then pay me off the books you know he was like a big supporter and I remember after about two years I was doing it, and one a woman really annoyed me, and I brought the, the check down, and she was nasty, and I threw the pen in her face. <laughs> and then I knew, it was like after about two years of doing stand-up, I was just like, okay, it's time for me to go. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. I'm getting violent now. Yeah. It's time for me to go. And then I never went back, and then I started making a living as a comic. Well, you're the customer in the dream restaurant today, so you can treat the genie waiter like absolute shit to get your own. But I wouldn't. And by the way, and to me, it's always a bone of contention how people treat waiters. Having been a a waitress for seven years, and I tell my daughters, when you go out on a date with a guy, watch how they treat the wait Mm -hmm. staff or the cab driver or whoever. Because if they're an asshole to them, they'll be an asshole to you eventually. Do you apply the same when you're on set these days, how people treat like runners or like how people treat... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you know. know. People will say to me, how was so-and-so as a guest star? And I'll be like, well, they were really nice to me, but they treated hair and makeup like shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and then I don't like them. That's the giveaway. That's my peeps, baby. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the people that you actually check. Exactly, that's the crew. You got to be good to the crew. Yeah, of course, yeah. I was going to ask if you're a, a food fan, if you're a foodie. You know, you know, I am and I'm not. And I was thinking about this last night uh, prior to coming here doing my homework. <laughs> um, I was thinking about there have been so many different incarnations in my food life. You know, I'm 64 years old. Well, you guys, what are you, 12, 13? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, you're yeah, kids. Yeah. We are. So, Benito's our dad. <laughs> like, I was a vegetarian for 30 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and I stopped doing that because about six years ago I stopped being a vegetarian because I bought my husband... 
uh, for birthday or Christmas or whatever, I got him the Bacon of the Month Club. <laughs> What's that? Well, you know, you, you, you're with somebody a long time. You run out of gift ideas. Yeah, of course, so I yeah. saw this, and it's like artisan bacons from around the world or the country, and they send mm. you a new bacon every wow. month or something. And so he's cooking up the bacon, and I'm smelling the bacon. I had not had... I ate fish, but I had not had any meat, poultry, nothing in 30 years. And I was strict, like no, mm. you know, no uh, chicken bouillon, nothing, you know. Yeah. And I'm smelling the bacon, and I was like, why am I not eating this? And you know what bacon smells like. Yeah, it's like yeah. the most incredible smell. They should make a perfume of bacon. I'd wear it. <laughs> and, and then I was like, I had a bite of it. And it was the first time in 30 yeah. years. And that was it. And then I started eating meat. Yeah. And I was in a much better mood since then. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. I was just the smells. Oh, the smells good when it's normal bacon, but this was the bacon of the month. This it was bacon. bacon of the month. You had no oh, chance. It was, <laughs> and then I just I had a piece, and then all of a sudden I started eating like you know like I don't eat a lot, but like some steak. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like nothing ever tasted so good to me in my life. Yeah, which is next present was like steak of the week. Yeah. <laughs> steak <laughs> of the week. Well, I'm sure they have that. There you go. But Happy anyway, birthday. so I was a vegetarian all those years, and uh, I've been gluten free for 20 years, like pre-fat. So there's been all these different incarnations in my life of wow. food. But I like food a lot. Excellent. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> are there people who don't like food? There are. Oh, we've there and we've are. had a couple of them there on this podcast. People. Would you believe? Oh. People really? Who, people who really eat. Food for fuel, that's all. They're not I was interested sat in what next it is. to two people in a cafe recently and they were having a chat and they were saying, yeah, you know, I just eat it. It's just fuel. It's just fuel. Really? I don't really want it. If I could not eat it, or if I could just take a pill and then that, were, and then that was it and I didn't have to eat food, I, I'd do that. They must save so much money. Oh, I was so furious listening to them. They need I, to just get Tang. You won't remember yeah. that, but the astronauts used to drink Tang. Yeah. It was just this crap you put in. Or they should just get like a... Insure or something. Huel is the new thing that people seem what to is have. That? It's like Huel. a meal replacement thing, uh, which is just like a really thick shake, which oh, has got disgusting. all the nutrients in that you need for the day, apparently. I don't like Huel. shakes. They make you bloated and yeah. gassy. Yeah. <laughs> even nice milkshakes. Even nice. Oh, milkshakes is a whole different story. Yeah. What we have here in New York, I don't know if you've ever heard of, is an egg cream. We only heard of it the other day. Yes. We were in a restaurant. I saw it on the menu. I asked what it was. It doesn't have egg in it. Yeah, so that was the one thing that was surprising. Yeah. Um, but because the previous day we'd had breakfast and I'd had a milkshake with breakfast and really knocked myself out. Yeah, why not? <laughs> so um, when we were ordering the next day and I asked what an egg cream was, these two were really laughing at me because I was clearly about to He's make the make same, the same mistake, mistake again. again. Just kill himself. Did you have morning. it? No, because I was actually still quite confused as to what it was. I don't know if you could help well, me Well, I'm out, not totally that. clear because I used to have them when I was a kid. They don't serve them as much anymore. Uh-huh. But it's basically a milkshake with like seltzer in it. Like a fizzy milkshake? Yeah, yeah. It's mm. good. Really? Yeah. It doesn't sound good. Yeah. Gonna... What it, is, it, it, what's not good that has ice cream in it? Tell me something with ice cream in it that's not good. Yeah. Well, a fizzy milkshake, a fizzy milkshake just feels it's like it delicious. would confuse my mouth. You know? I, you know what? After you're done here, go down to like Katz's Delicatessen okay. or something yeah. and order an egg cream. All right. We will do that. We Now we have homework. Yeah. Yeah. But it's only fair. It's only fair that we do our homework. <laughs> We always start off with um, still or sparkling water, uh, as do all restaurants. We give you the choice. Well, in New York, they also offer tap water, which yes. is just which is what we always get because New York water is great. This we've we've right. heard. There's people very, very sort of uh, pro New York water. It's great and, water. Yeah. It just is. It's not true all over. Don't go. Don't order tap water in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. For example, <laughs> but and I don't remember the London water. London water, I think, is okay. I mean, I'll drink water out of the taps in London, yeah. no problem. But apparently, New York tap water is the best, best in the it's world. It's really good. Yeah. So we, you just get tap. I'm going to pay for a bottle of fucking water. <laughs> it's like, you know what really pisses me off? When you go and go, go get to a hotel, yeah. and there's a bottle of water for like fifteen fifty five. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's a $3 bottle of water. That so pisses me off. Yeah. yeah. I will not go back to that hotel again. You'll never really? even be in the hotel, even no. though you... No, even if the you water should it. be f- complimentary, yep. even if the price of the room is astronomical. Will, yeah, will you tell them when you're leaving why you're not coming back? Sometimes. <laughs> they should have free water and free Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yes, very true. Yeah, there's a certain It's things- bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> certain things in hotels that are definitely, I'd say, yeah, free water, free Wi-Fi, 
and just a good shower. A bed. A good shower, yeah. Good and good, a good bed. But bed you know, when you're traveling and you and you get like I go LA to New York a lot, and I get to LA and I'm dehydrated and mm. exhausted, and I, I end up drinking the expensive water because I don't have time to, and it so pisses me off. Yeah, with every glass. It's not a matter like yeah. I could even afford it at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. a matter of that. It's the principle. <laughs> yeah, but that's not what you work hard for. You don't work hard to afford water. A of water. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And you don't drink LA tap water because it's not no, really an option. No, no, no. LA tap water is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And as a matter of fact, in LA, you can't get good. Uh, well, people would argue with me about this, but from my point of view, you can't get good pizza, mm-hmm. uh, bagels, Italian bread, and it's because of the mm-hmm. water, I believe. Ah. Because you need good water you to make good, good bagels. Exactly, yeah. to make good dough. Because mm. obviously New York's very famous for like good bagels, good pizza, but I didn't right. think it was because of the water. I think it is. That's, that's... I could be completely wrong about yeah. this, as I am about most things. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't mind that you could be wrong about that. I like the sound of that theory, and mm. I'm going to tell a lot of people about that theory. When you go to LA, mention yeah, it, and they'll I smack will. you. <laughs> because of the water. Pop or bread? Pop or bread, Susie? Pop or bread? Papa what? <laughs> what is he saying? You guys have bastardized the English language beyond all recognition. Papa Doms? What's Papa Dobbs? Papa, <laughs> Papa, Papa Doms. What's uh, that? So what are Papa Doms? At a curry house. Yeah. They bring out the big, like, crispy snack things at the beginning, like, sort of flat, big Oh, yeah, the flat, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Made of lentils, those things? They can be made, yeah, they are made of lentils, aren't they? Yeah, they're made, yeah, they're made you know of lentils. Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. They're gluten-free, so I eat them, but nothing's like a good piece of bread yeah. uh-huh. with, with shitloads of butter. Yeah. <laughs> we can specify that warm, as well. Warm, warm with butter. Toast. What's better than toast? Mm. Yeah. We can, well, we can get you toast. Is that what you would like? Week. Would you like toast for this? No, because the problem with being gluten-free, and there's plenty of gluten-free breads and bagels and pizza, they suck. Yeah. They're just not as good. You would have thought they'd found a way to make good gluten-free bread by now, right? They haven't. They haven't. No. Not, so, not, I mean, there's some decent... And there's some decent pizza crust, but not, not, you know, it's not as good. So is that what you, would you like poppadoms or for this meal are you going to, are you going to I want bread. You want bread. We'll get you bread. Okay. No problem. They may have good bread in the UK. Delicious bread in the UK. I think we've nailed bread in the UK. Some bread knocking, good bread knocking around. Yeah. Depending on what water you're using, of course. Yes, it depends yes, on the water. Exactly. You have to bring the New York water over to the UK and then it's really good But it bread. must be good water in the UK because I've had good bread there. I think there's, I think there's pretty good water in the UK. I think there's quite hard water further north. So the Where does the north... water come from in London? Good, good question, isn't question. it? Very good question. Excellent question. Yeah, no idea. no idea. In New York, it comes from upstate New York. Okay. Right. Where it's clean and pristine. That's nice. The thing is, if you look at the Thames, you hope it's not coming from there. Well, you yeah. don't want it to come from the Hudson either. No. Yeah. <laughs> sure. No, all these rivers are, you know, you don't want it to come from the Ganges if you live there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there a specific bread you would like? A, a, a certain bread that you've had that is like the best bread that you'd want? I used to bake a lot of bread. Ah. And I used to make this Russian black bread. That was good with like shitloads of butter. So what's in Russian black bread? I've not heard of that. I don't remember. Black water. <laughs> it's just dark. <laughs> yeah. It's dark and it's like thick and, and just like you slice it and it's warm and you just bring it out of the oven. It's oh, unbelievable. So you don't bake anymore? Those, no. Those days are behind you? Yeah. Did that stop at the same time when you started eating bacon? Was there, did it all no, come inside? The, the baking stopped a long time because baking is like homework. Yeah. Baking, you know, when you cook, you could improvise and I'm an improviser. Uh-huh. And when you bake, you have to be completely accurate you with all your rules, ingredients. Yeah. And that bores me. Yeah, yeah, you can't riff. You can't riff with exactly, dough. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> same thing every time. This, uh, yeah. this amount of baking soda, a pinch of salt. And, yeah. uh. <laughs> and leave it. You've got to leave. I've only done a little bit of baking recently, but you've got to leave it until it's then twice the size and you're trying to work out. Oh, yeah, out yeah, what, yeah. The, what twice let the let size it rise, is. which yeah. is kind of fun because then you get to beat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get to beat the crap out of a thing of dough, which is fun. <laughs> Would you think about anything in particular while you were beating up the dough? Well, it depends. You know, I get asked this question a lot about, you know, how I work up my anger for my character yeah. for Susie Green on Curb yeah. and there's always now my trigger's so easy you know because I have this asshole in chief here that I could just use him um, <laughs> but you know there's always something I mean I brought up teenagers it was always something yeah 
Is it? Yeah. Sorry, I, I was then thinking about who the uh, asshole in chief was. I was like, oh yeah, it's Donald Trump. But yeah. then, but then, we don't say his name. We yeah, don't yeah, say but his for name. a while I was like, oh, Larry, Larry seems like a nice no, guy. No, it's not Larry. It's not Larry. I love Larry. I was like, what? Larry's one of my best friends. I love him. Yeah, yeah. So do you find, you find the character easier to access now? She's always been easy to access yeah. for me because it's so much fun. Yeah. You yeah. know, you just scream and yell and tell everybody to go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah. I show up to set. You know, they fly me to L.A. The other thing about when you're on set, they feed you all day. Yeah. You know, this craft service. You know what craft service yeah. is? Yes. It's just like deliciousness all day long and choices. And then catering. We always have a great caterer. And it's I love when you don't have to think about your food, mm-hmm. when it's just provided for you. Because mm-hmm. to me, every night it's like, all right, what are we going to do for dinner? It's like the stress and the anxiety yeah, of yeah. it. And, and when I had kids at home and, and the meal prep. And, then, and now they're all in their late 20s and they all you know live on their own. But they come home. And it's what are we doing for dinner? What am I, the the, the meal preparer? The, the rest of your life, I have to prepare your fucking meals. You figure it out. Here's money. Go to the store. But yes, but on but on, on curb, they fly me out. And then they put me up and then I show up to set and I scream and I yell and I tell everybody to go fuck themselves. And then they give me money and then I go home. And they love me for it. It's like the greatest job in the whole world. That's why you don't bake anymore because you can get your frustration out another way. I can. You don't need to beat the dough. You could just go and and be at a TV show. Go on set with a pocket full of pens. And I beat the shit out of Larry and Jeff. It's so much fun. Would you ever throw a pen in one of their faces? Like doing the scene? No, I would never. Improvise throwing a pen in their face? No, because that... I could hit their eye. Could hit their eye. Well, Larry's got glasses on. Yeah. Yes, Larry has his glasses on. Always. He's protected. Yeah, maybe. There was actually a scene in this season where I'm beating the shit out of him, but it was cut. (laughs) It was cut just for time. I don't know why, but, you know, everything's, we always shoot so much and then it's cut. But I remember I threw my shoulder out because I was beating him with a purse and I threw my shoulder out. That's how into it I was. That's proper hardcore. (laughs) So we come to your starter, yeah. Uh, the start of the proper meal. Um, is it from a particular place or? Is it's it- from my kitchen. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Because my starter would be a caprese salad with with fresh burrata. Oh yeah. Okay. So now the reason why it's from my kitchen is because in my house I have a place here, but I also have a a house. Um, I grow tomatoes and basil and all of that. And there's something about, and I'm a city girl, so this comes late in life to me, Mm. but there's something about picking the ingredients and making this salad that is so thrilling to me. I can't even tell you. It's like, you know, I feel like, of course, I'm not back on the land because that's the only thing I fucking make is, you know, a little basil and a tomato. I'm not killing the cow. No, I don't have have any livestock. But there's something about it with a a really fresh burrata. And there's a a cheese place near me that I get it that's just, and, you know, you just cut into it and it just runs. Mm, And then I just put a little balsamic and, and really, really good olive oil. And that to me is just... Heavenly in the summer when the tomatoes yeah. are just yeah. amazingly ripe. Oh, that is that sounds delicious. That There's such theatre with burrata as well, like putting a slice in it and then it yeah. sort of unfolds. Yeah, oh, yeah, not, it. and, and it's not the same as just regular mozzarella. No, no, no. You need the complete runny grossness yeah. of it. Yeah, that you could, and then you take like a a, a really good hunk of French bread or Italian bread and then you wipe it all up. Yeah. And then the other thing, sometimes I like to put little jalapenos on it. Oh, nice. That oh, I hello. grow. That I also grow. Game changer, yeah. Little yeah. jalapenos in yeah. there. I, I never would have thought to do that. With uh, well, you've learned uh, something. I have learned something immediately. <laughs> I think you're the you're our first guest who's grown their own meal so far. Is that yeah. true? Yeah, I think okay. so. You're an innovator. You might be. And by the way, tomatoes and basil and that kind of stuff, really easy to grow on a window box in mm. the city or even just in, in your flat, you know. See how I change apartment. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, I really uh, appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just, you could just, it's something that anybody can grow. Yeah. So what, so you, you grow jalapenos, uh, basil, tomatoes, what, what else? Or is that the main fruit? Olive that, oil? That's, yeah, olive yeah. oil, balsamic and, and the burrata. Yeah. You know, that's basically, sometimes, depending on what I find at the farmer's market, I'll put maybe a little avocado on. Oh, yeah. Very nice. So, so wholesome. So wholesome and yeah. delicious. And my, the, the food that I, I don't like saucy, I don't like fancy, I like the flavors of food. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you bite into like a, a tomato off the vine, it's, you could just eat it like an apple. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just so delicious. Do you think you could ever go back to mozzarella? Yes, if it's fresh. 
Okay. That, that stuff you buy in, in the packaging, ugh, mm-hmm. it's rubbery and disgusting. Yeah, that's not... Yeah. It doesn't look we often talk about um, mozzarella must feel sad now that burrata's come around. Because there's yes, like a better version of itself. it's the ugly stepsister, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really yeah. Is. it's really... It, but it serves a purpose in ter- for other, you know, melting. Right, yeah. yeah. On a pizza and a whatever. And actually the terrible mozzarella is the best for melting. Is it? The really rubbery stuff. I didn't know. Is, I would imagine because it's not so runny. Yeah, there's not. There's too much moisture in it. So we like, don't have to r- feel sorry for Palio. That's exactly. the brand we use here. <laughs> Palio. Would you ever punch a burrata like a bit of dough and watch it explode across no, the plate? No, because it would get all over my face. It would be like, punch it. It, <laughs> it wouldn't be pretty. It wouldn't be, it's not as fun to beat up the, your starter as it is the bread. No. Yeah. no. You wanna bread, nice you're supposed to beat the crap out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? The starter's got to be treated very delicately. Yeah, very delicate. There's only two things you ought to beat the crap out of bread and Larry David <laughs> yeah <laughs> only on camera oh, on not camera. in real life yeah, yeah. There, there have been scenes I remember one scene many seasons ago where I had to punch him in the chest like he came <laughs> something happened he comes to my door he's always coming to my door and I'm kicking him out or something and I had to push him punch him in the chest and he kept on saying to me do it harder do it harder and he seemed so frail to me, you know? and like I was so afraid I was gonna hurt him and then finally I gave him a really good that's it that's it he loves to be screamed at and he loves to be beaten that's all I'm saying when you uh eat the caprese salad at home is there a particular place you like to go to with some like scenery or whatever look yes, out the window yes yeah well we just sold this house right so you know um but it was on it was a beautiful old country estate on the Hudson River with a beautiful view of the Hudson and we had a sun porch that was you know really old it was built in 1922 really old brass hardware and you know the doors uh, french doors that opened up and oh, wow. that was mm. where i like to eat my meals in the summer if it's a porch oh, you nice. could probably just um work out when the new uh, owners are going to be out and just go onto the porch and eat a burrata. they invited us <laughs> oh really yes but that was before they moved in you never know when people move into a house and they find all the little things that you didn't tell them about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then they start hating you. Yeah, yeah. You don't want Not to that there were a lot. My husband's very handy. He fixes things. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's good. I, I, yeah. I'd like to be able to do that kind of stuff a bit more. Yeah, Look, I'm there's awful. no purpose to a husband who's not handy. <laughs> I mean, what's oh, the point if they're not don't handy? Don't tell me that, Susie. I'm I'm getting married and yeah, I'm not and, handy at all. But you're funny. Yeah, sometimes mm. not at home. There's Is there anything pain, pain any, the anything you could do that's worthwhile? No, I don't think so. Really? I can, cu- I can cook. All right. Well, that's good. Okay, good. I can do that. That's, All right. Does, does your fiance cook? Uh, no, she doesn't cook. So she doesn't cook. All right, she's well, actually that... the handy one out of the two of us. There you go. Then it works out. Yeah. There you're fine. Okay, good. All right. Because like, he is funny, but he hasn't made her laugh in years. <laughs> you know, it's, she's fed up with my bullshit. Here's the thing about funniness. If you're funny, like you can get away with so much shit. You know, yeah. I knew this from the time I was six months old. Yeah. <laughs> but like if there's like a nuclear holocaust... My husband could build a lean-to and, you know, <laughs> build a whole house or whatever. He he, yeah. he, he could be out there foraging and, yeah. and, and helping us survive. Where's Larry David with all his millions? What the <laughs> fuck is he going to do? Nothing. Money will mean nothing. Yeah. He'd come into your door, ask him for help. You'd be yeah. punching exactly. him in the chest for real. Exactly. Get out of my bunker. <laughs> is that hard enough for you, Larry? <laughs> when I was thinking of starters, another one was was a, a, a restaurant in London on Dean Street that's no longer there, Red Fort, which mm-hmm. was an Indian. Um, and they had this mushroom appetizer. You mm. don't call it appetizers, do you? No. Starters. They had a mushroom starter that was like this mushroom and that, that cheese that they use that I still think about to this day. I, I, love, I love memories of like places that have shut and you still think about them. That's, uh, I that's still great. think about that, that starter. Yeah, they, I still think about that. And when they brought you the poppadoms at Red Fort, what did you say? Poppadoms? What the fuck? What the exactly. fuck I don't this? know. I never heard that in my life. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So we come to your main course now. <laughs> so, all right, my, my main course, and this is going to sound a little odd, but if I, I was thinking of this in terms of, you know, like they're about to execute me, mm-hmm. which might happen someday. Sure. And what, what's my last meal request? And it would have to be, I grew up in a place called Mount Vernon, New York, which is just, I don't know, 12 miles north of here. It's right next to the Bronx. And there was this pizza place there called Johnny's Pizzeria. It's been open since, I think, the 40s or something. And they had an old-fashioned brick oven, and they had that thin crust pizza. It's still there, Mm. Johnny's Pizza, but it's in a different location. So I don't think they have the brick oven anymore. But they had this thin crust pizza that was like, you've never had anything this good in your life, I'm telling you. Although there's a couple of places here that I would recommend in Manhattan while you're here. But that would be my entree, would be an amazing pizza. And they don't sell it by the slice there. It's only, you got to get the whole, whole pie. And I've big? never had pizza like this in my life. Wow. And it's simple. It's just tomato sauce and probably a little garlic and, and the, the rubbery mozzarella that melts. Amazing. And, and has it got all the, it's got all the, like the big burnt bits on it yeah, as well. Big burnt, yeah. And it's really, really thin crust. And not everybody mm. likes that. But it's like, and then there was this pizza place. For years, I lived on 73rd in Amsterdam. It was this pizza place, Vinny's Pizza, which many people thought was the best pizza in New York. And I would go in there every single day and get a slice of pizza. Every day? Every single day (laughs) and get a slice of pizza. Because it was amazing pizza. And they would not give you extra cheese, even if you asked for it, because it was so cheesy to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) See, pizza is something that, like, I I overlook too often because I've had too many there's not loads of places in the uk no no do great there's pizza. not new york there is new york is great uh and like i, I so i don't order pizza very often but if someone t- I was saying this the other day if someone tells me a place is good for pizza like the, those pizzas are brilliant yeah then i have to have it go straight but there. otherwise i just skip past that part on the menu and, and new york is known for the thin yeah. crust or the or the coal oven pizza is really good too uh-huh which is old-fashioned cold. Like like Chicago, they got the deep dish pizza. Yes. What the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> That's shit. Yeah, yeah. I think I would have I would have used to have enjoyed that. I think back in the day, I've eaten so many terrible pizzas, like the, the big chain pizzas, like yeah. Pizza Hut or Domino's or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I end up having deep pan, and it's like eating a loaf of bread. It, with with mm. just red sauce, and, you yeah, know, and, and, and the much. sauce is so important. Yeah. People mm. don't understand how important a good marinara is and, and, and making it. Mm-hmm. And Johnny's Pizza, oh my God. In Mount Vernon, New York, the greatest pizza you're ever going to eat. And you're not, to, not it's basically just the cheese and tomato. There's no other extra. Well, you toppings. could get pepperoni and like. It's like bagels, you know. Like I'm a New Yorker. We used to go to the bagel factory. My my father and I every Sunday morning we'd go to the bagel factory in the Bronx, mm. and where they boiled the bagels in the old fashioned way. And we would get like a what they call a baker's dozen, which is 13 bags. We'd get like three or four bags and then drive home. And I would eat four of them on the ride home because yeah. they were like warm and just delicious. But you don't get a like cinnamon raisin or you know yeah. these kinds of flavored bagels you get sesame poppy yeah. or plain that's mm. it i love the you sesame know? ones so like a pineapple pizza and yeah. that michigas that's bullshit <laughs> well this is the thing i was telling uh ed about a pizza that i'd had the other day and it was a very busy pizza but it mm. was i loved it but ed really oh. screwed his face up at it it, well, it was what did it have tell, on tell it? Tell Susie and see what Susie Was it in New does. York? No. So it was in England in a place called uh, The Bull's Head. It was in Derbyshire. It was in like a little So village. it sounds like a pub. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. a pub that you wouldn't expect to do great pizza. And my sister was like, you know, she used to live around there. We've got to go there for the pizza. I got a very simple one and it was delicious. My sister got one that was like, it had uh, like chicken on it and like tandoori kind of chicken with like that bits, is so, that's so wrong ma- mango, it's so wrong bits of mango chutney on there oh my and god stuff like that and put like, that that could go on a papa dop whatever the hell <laughs> yeah. that is and I love Indian food good Indian yes. food yeah but I didn't think that pizza would work 
and I had a slice of her pizza and it was it was amazing. Because it was savory, mm-hmm. because it has all those delicious flavors, but it's yeah. not pizza. Sure, yeah. okay. I appreciate it's that. A, it's a piece of bread with stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a sandwich. Yeah. I knew Susie would back me up on that. Yeah. Uh, right? Am well, I right? Yeah, yeah, you are Going right. in, I knew, I knew that I wouldn't stand a chance, but I thought it was good to bring Mango it up. I wanted to give the ball's head a shout No, it's, it, I, I'm upset about this now. I, <laughs> it's wrong. I mean, they did very plain ones. as well. They did very simple ones as well. And was it good? Yeah. I, I had a very simple one. Uh, and you it know, it's, I, we were talking before about the water. The water is really important mm-hmm. for pizza crust, but so is the oven. Yes. It has to be a really, really hot oven. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, that's all the rage now. Like, all the really rich people get pizza ovens in mm. their house. Deliver. <laughs> I need a pizza oven in my house. Yeah, it's too hot. It's I, crazy. There's a place in where I grew up, uh, a little town called Kettering in Northamptonshire. It's very small. And they don't really have loads of, like, restaurants or whatever. But there's a family-run place called Frank's uh, Pizza. And they've got a proper pizza you oven. You know what? I just had so a, good. I just had a memory. Because I lived, I went to school in the UK um, in 1976, and there was this little Italian cafe on Tottenham Tottenham Court Road. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good enough. Say yeah. it for me. Tottenham Court Road. Tottenham. Tottenham <laughs> yeah. Court Road. You probably said it better than us. To yeah, be yeah. Fair. I think you you, you and, pronounced all the all the letters. And um, it was a little Italian place, and I could picture the waitress. This is what food does to you. I could picture her, lovely uh, older Italian woman with dark hair pulled back and a part in the middle. She looks a little like Anna Magnani. You know, she was very elegant, and um, they had amazing gelato. I used to get the hazelnut gelato, and they had these mini pizzas that were amazing. And I used to oh, make wow. a special, because I lived in Islington, I used to make a special trip there to get the pizza. Wow. Is it, so it's not there anymore? Oh, it's close. It's place, I went it? back years later, and it was like, it's gone. Yeah, it's so sad when you go back and it's gone. But then at least you, that, that then, I'm really glad that when it was there, I, I went there all the time. All the time. Yeah. And, I but loads. I don't know if this is happening in London. I think it is, because I was there like two years ago, and I noticed all the little mom and pops are, are leaving. Yeah, yeah. especially you know, that area, especially Tottenham It's Court real Road estate and, prices, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. happening all over New York, all the little yeah. you know, specialty places. There, was, <laughs> there used to be a pizza place. I lived For years, I lived on 78th and Broadway, right across from Comedy Club, which was great, because I lived on the ground floor. Stand Up New York was across the street. And, you know, when you're doing stand-up, I don't have to tell you, but for the audience, when the, the act is about, it, their time is up, they get a light, mm-hmm. you know, to know that they have three minutes left or whatever. So I lived so close, when it was my time up, they would call me when the act before me would get the oh. light, so I could just run across the street and go <laughs> That's there. That's the dream. Yeah. So there was a pizza place, New Pizza, New pizza Town, on the corner. And I knew the owner, Sal, and his wife, Shirley, and... Um, Shirley, she was funny because she used to always say things to me like, you know, Sal wants me to be old-fashioned, but I want to be modern. <laughs> and I had no idea what she was talking about. So, so, modern. So, um, so my, my, my brother-in-law, he was not my brother-in-law at the time, but he was my good friend and that's how I met my husband. He used to, was painting my apartment and he, would, he went across to get pizza and he got pizza with chicken on it. And this is when I was a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And Sal said to him, Susie no like chicken. <laughs> Susie no like chicken. So they knew me so well that yeah. he knew exactly the pizza that's that I would good. eat. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that was like a little mom and pop. It's yeah. gone yeah. now. Now it's a CVS. Yeah, Fuck yeah. that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very sad. There's a, there's a yeah, little... Uh, a little place near me, I went in there and they said my order before I could say yeah. it. Yeah, and when those places go, it, it's horrible. Yeah. That's or, all I That's all I want. That's always been my dream to just walk into a place and they know you. Yeah. yeah. And they can just make it straight away. You know, we all want to be treated. Yeah. Spe- that's one of the perks of celebrity is that you go into a restaurant and they just send you stuff. <laughs> sure. Have you, yeah. have you <laughs> one of my personal dreams as well in restaurants is to have a dish named after me. Oh. Have you, has that ever happened I haven't, you? but we had a whole episode about that. I think that was yeah. season four. Five or something, yeah, yeah. where the, it was the Larry David sandwich, yeah. where he gets a sandwich <laughs> named after him. I have not had that. There's a place, there's a curry house uh, again in my hometown uh, called the Raj, and um, when I go in there. I have a chat with the owner for a while and catch up with him and then he'll just ask me about what I'm in the mood for and then he won't make me that, he'll make me something that's like that but better and then they bring it out. See, that's delightful, isn't it? And then I noticed on the last time I was there, he gave me the receipt at the end and I looked at it 
and it, instead of like what my meal was it just said the James Acaster special <laughs> really yeah that's I hope you saved that I did save it I took a photo of it it meant a lot to me but also I noticed that he'd put it was uh, he'd put that there were two two people eating which there absolutely wasn't it was just me but I guess he knew that I'd be showing the receipt to people and he wanted me he to didn't look, want you to feel pathetic <laughs> like that's I wasn't so lonely sweet. exactly there you go, everyone. I had a friend because there's actually nothing sadder than eating a dish named after you alone alone <laughs> if, if no, and it's like you know if a tree falls in the woods and nobody, yeah. it's, it's the same thing yeah. who ca- gives a shit if nobody's there to see it yeah it's there on my own eating myself just remember when we were talking about chicken on pizza I've just remembered something awful uh, my fiance's old flatmate ordered a chicken pizza once and it arrived and one of the bits of chicken was clearly raw and he ate it anyway and contracted one of the one of the only cases of Campylobacter in the UK that year <laughs> what kind of idiot is he <laughs> What kind of moron eats raw chicken? I guess he just thought, oh, it'd be fine. The government had to come round. Oh, my God. Who are you marrying that lived with such a person? Why are you getting married? Yeah, uh, why question. am I getting married? Yeah. To, to someone who would live with someone who ate but raw sir, chicken? Why, I'm just always curious why people get married. Uh, just because uh, I like her. I'm a, fa- I'm a fan of her work. How long have you been together? Ten years. Oh, that's fine. That's, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years is Might fine. as well, right? But wait, you're so young. I'm 33. All right, so since 23? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I have a problem with that. What's yeah. the problem? The problem is, is that after a while, you know, you get a little restless. Mm. I married my husband at 53. Wow. So I had no wild oats to sow anymore. I'm not a wild oats guy. Really? Yeah, I'm not All really right, a so wild you like oats the stability. Guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. But I, she might feel differently because women's mm. sexuality changes at 35. Yeah. Well, we'll be, you know, watching Did you the know clock that? there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, men it's 18, right? And then women, women it's, it's 35. 35. It's the yeah. great big fuck you that we don't even know what it means yeah. like why when we're losing our fertility do we get so randy <laughs> you know but it's true and it, not just for myself I've yeah. asked all of my girlfriends all of us when we came turned 35 married single whatever I was single so it was fun yeah. but uh, you know everybody all of a sudden you just your whole sexuality changes do you yeah. think it's because um, like uh, in an evolutionary perspective men die earlier so they get all their fun earlier in life and then when the men are gone, the women, you know, kick, yeah, but, up, kick but, up a gear. Yeah. But evolutionarily, you would think that we, we want, we're sexual beings to procreate. Sure. Correct? Yeah, yeah. So why 35 for women? Yeah. I mean, I don't fair. even have any eggs anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, no, it's no point. Well, yeah. apart from just fun. Well, fun, yeah. And it's fun because, but I think that it's, it's supposed to be fun so that you want to do it so that you create mm-hmm. offspring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. But what? Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe we. Maybe we have this all wrong. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that whole Darwinian thing is a complete <laughs> load of crap. Yeah. Not that the other idea, you know, that, sure. that Adam and Eve. Yeah, maybe maybe there's some other reason for the whole thing. Yeah. Mm. Maybe Darwin was kind of half right, but it's not survival of the fittest; it's survival of the randiest. Yeah. Maybe survival or the horniest. The horniest. Survival of the horniest. That's all it is. So uh, he wasn't particularly attractive anyway. No. So no. maybe he just made that up. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was. He was. He was bitter. Well, we've never seen him at eighteen though. Because I guess when he peaked at 18. Yeah. Well, he peaked young. Yeah. He peaked young. <laughs> it was a problem for him. He went into deep depression in his later life. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But did he? Yeah. Because he knew stuff that... This is your boy. How come I know this shit and you don't? <laughs> that was not our boy. He's not our boy. <laughs> Anyway, commiserations on your divorce, Ed. Yes, yes, just bad so luck. You know, well, we've got, got a few years. We've got a few years. No, that's very nice that you're getting married. I'm very Do you live with her? It. Yes. Okay. Yes, we live together. Okay. But I think that would be a nightmare. If... And what do you cook? Uh, oh, all sorts of things. What's, uh, what's your speciality, Ed? I don't really have a speciality. If Susie came around, what would you make? Mm, I did a lovely dish the other night, which was a, sa- a turmeric salmon Ooh. with like a crispy coconut topping. See, that sounds delicious Yeah, to it was me. really good. <laughs> that sounds yummy. I got it off Bon Appetit. Do you know Bon Appetit? Yeah, yeah, the magazine? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, got, I got it from there. It was fantastic. And it yummy. comes like Swiss chard and ginger Oh, I love Swiss chard. Yeah, I really love good. vegetables. Well, you're very welcome to come over. I, I will. Um, James, do you cook? Um, I haven't, um, but I'm going to start now. I've only just got a hob. A what? <laughs> A hob. What's that? Like, like a cooker top, a stove top. Like a stove oh. top. I've only just got that because, so... Uh, so you didn't, like, you mean a burner? Yeah, yeah. So for like two years, I was just touring constantly. I wasn't at home. Um, so do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. So now I'm at home. And uh, who cooks, you or her? Um, we both don't cook the same amount. 
but okay. I want to cook more this year. Anyway, it's just a thing that I want to do I just, Can I just say exciting news? Because we just got a new house because we sold the old house with the garden. We haven't moved in yet. We're going to move in in a couple of weeks. And for the first time in my life, and I'm old, I have a big kitchen. Oh, oh great. nice. And it's like, I, and a yeah. double oven. Yeah. And I oh, can't yeah. wait to get in there. Yeah. That's the dream. A big yeah. kitchen that you can, have you got an, an island? I have an island. Yeah, and it's the, huge. Island, the island's it's the dream. It's huge. <laughs> when we were looking at places, there was one place we were potentially going to get, and it had an island. And I was like, we we need to get this house because there's an it island. It has an island, and I have two sinks, one island. on the island oh. and one on the the counter. But my fiance, so you made could the separate point, the vegetables and the meat. Yeah, uh, my fiance made the point that the rest of the house was pretty shit. <laughs> but she you have an island. Big picture. Well, I, I was like, all we need is the island. I will just stand by the island all day, live and sleep on the island. Yeah. <laughs> Side dish. This one was hard for me. Mm. This, are, are the sides hard for people generally? I think it can be because you know you'd normally order multiple sides or stuff yeah. like that. And to now I love vegetables, one. so any vegetable side is mm. simple. Is you know broccoli, uh, uh, the, the, uh, greens, any kind of greens I absolutely love. Um, uh, there was this restaurant that's closed now uh, that used to make these amazing. Uh, fried artichokes that were so amazingly delicious. However, if it was my last meal, Uh it would be French fries. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I mean that's a um, really yeah, crispy, good. really you know, yeah. really delicious French fries, and that's that, that's a total last meal thing to have. If yeah. you if you want to make yeah. this your last meal, by the way, that's you know some people interpret it in a different way. Yeah, but if it's your last meal, pizza and fries and French fries. I mean, totally it, right it, I, I would die very happy. Yeah, yeah, very very happy. But if it was like a normal life that I know I'm going to live longer, then it would be some kind of a vegetable and probably the fried artichoke if I had to choose. Yes, yeah. Fried artichoke with a little Parmesan. Oh, that sounds Parmesan nice. saves everything to me. Oh, yeah. yeah? Yeah, I love Parmesan. I've only just kind of like started saying yes to it. Really? Yeah, for Even a while. Even on pasta? For a while, I just didn't want it. I just, I just always said no. On spaghetti and meatballs, another favorite dish. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love it now, but for ages, I was like, don't want it. I just, I just want, I just want my meal. I don't, I don't want that stuff. I think because I, I had like, you know, bad like, I, I had like also powdered, it, it, powdered it, it, stuff. Yeah, no, no, you, and you don't want the the one that comes in the in the thing with the that yeah, you want yeah. fresh. You want to grate it on. Yeah, no, I don't grate it on because no. it, it's too much trouble. But I, I always buy, I buy, I use a lot of it, so I always get it fresh. Right, I, oh, that's good. I always just take hunks off it though. If I've got it in the fridge, mm-hmm. I'll just. You take the hunk, yeah. just hunk in the mouth. Yeah. We had an amazing meal at a restaurant called Beast in London, and the starter was a set menu. The starter, they just bring you a wheel of parmesan <sighs> that they've dug the middle out of a bit, and you just have like a chisel, and you just oh, yeah. that's so delicious! It. it was absolutely yeah. cheese amazing. Cheese is so delicious. Yeah, it's the best. That might be my starter. It's just cheese. <laughs> cheese. Good cheese, though. Good cheese. Yeah. yeah. What's, yeah. Your, what, the, what's the, your favorite cheese? Um. You know, I don't have a favorite cheese. This is a cheese that I bought. Of course, the other I've day. just asked you for your favorite. And yeah, we've established yeah, yeah. Exactly. Favorites. I'm so uh, sorry. I, you, different, you different times, different. But I, I like. I had a goat brie the other day, Ooh. which was out of this world. Mm, that sounds amazing. What's better than cheese and crackers? Well, James would argue with you massively there. All desserts. I'm a cheese. I'm a cheese boy. Yeah. And James is a sweet boy. I love sweets. Like, yeah. When, when you were saying about ice cream earlier, I was fully on board for that. I do like cheese and crackers. Uh, definitely, I do like it. I, I, I don't want people to think I don't like cheese at all. I do like it, but I would take ice cream and desserts and cakes over it any day. I understand. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> There's but, nothing wrong with ice cream and desserts. Yeah. But cheese and crackers, especially like those really, you know, smelly cheeses. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yummy. We do those well in Britain. So, what's interesting? Yeah, you do. What's interesting, though, is like, you know, because I was thinking about this, as I said, I was thinking about the different incarnations in my life and how much your tastes change as you get older. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I was a kid, I hated olives. Now I could eat a whole container of them or, yeah. or certain like uh, potent cheeses I hated. And, and, and you just develop tastes for these. Coffee is another mm, one. Yeah. It's important that that happens as well. I would, I'd hate it if when I was a kid, 
I just discovered all the things I liked and it never changed for the rest of my life. You get so bored. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like, because life is so like, And you know. so much of it is what you were brought up with. Like my mother was a horrible cook. She used to make us spaghetti and ketchup. Like that was what she used to, and I thought she was a great cook. Yeah, she was my mom, yeah, you know, yeah. and I thought, oh, she makes the best, you know, whatever. And until I got older and I went out into the world, I was like, oh my God, she's horrible. <laughs> and she was also really, really, because she was a little, wacky she was very unsanitary right so as we my, my siblings and i as we got older we wouldn't eat her food which was hugely insulting to her and it became a problem but she never you know she she didn't believe in things like if you touch a raw chicken then you watch your hands right yeah, she yeah. didn't believe she thought it was oh that's all nonsense they yeah. just made that stuff up she didn't believe in hygiene you know, so I, I was sick all the time when I was a kid. And I think she was trying to kill me. I look back now and it was like Munchausen by proxy. You know, she was trying to kill us. Did she become a pizza chef in England? Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> but she seriously didn't believe that wow. stuff. She didn't believe. So now I am like super, super clean. Of course, yeah. Like I keep by my uh, sink. I always have a little jar of diluted bleach. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, like water and bleach. So if you cook chicken or whatever, everything gets wiped down like a crazy woman. You'd be a great murderer. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good murderer. I never thought of that. It might be a new profession. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had uh, like the big wheel of cheese that's hollowed out and then the pasta's cooked in the, the cheese? I've seen that. In, that in doesn't appeal to me. Oh, I've had it. It was good. And there's, there's one place, there's a stall in Camden Market that does it. Um, and they put a burrata on top of it and I'm quite Ooh. tempted. I'd like to try that mm, one a yeah. lot. But when I went there to get it, that one was sold out. I had to have the bacon one instead. The, the bacon one? There was one of chunks of bacon in it instead. Oh, now that's like a carbonara. <laughs> yeah, so I kind which, of had which that. Is, by the good. way, that is one of my favorite dishes. Yeah. Right. A really good spaghetti carbonara. Unfortunately, mm. I have to have gluten-free spaghetti, which is never as good. But the carbonara uh, overrides the spaghetti. So yeah. it's, yeah. That's a great dish. Yeah. Sometimes I made that one raw. year for Thanksgiving. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, really? The turkey. <laughs> you know, I used to have wild turkeys in my backyard, oh. and I became friendly with them. I had names yeah. for them, so I didn't want to, you know, eat one of them, even though that's not what I got at the market. But sure. I, I made a, a spaghetti carbonara. Why do I have to have turkey and stuffing? You don't yeah. have it anyway. You don't have Thanksgiving. Yeah, but we have, we have Christmas Christmas turkeys on Christmas, like, Day, right, Christmas right. Day. Christmas Day. You don't so. have goose. No, no goose. No. Some some I people did. have I, goose. I, I, I had goose last year. Did you? We had goose and ham, two meats. Now, Italian friends of mine, I used to have an Italian boyfriend. I would go to his house for Thanksgiving. They would have, they wouldn't have turkey. They would have lasagna. They would have, you know, mm. all of that stuff for that Thanksgiving. Just sounds be- that sounds better. So much better. You should better. have what you yeah. want to eat, right? Yeah. You should have what you want to eat, not what is expected. Have peanut butter and jelly. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Your drink. This, I, I well, imagine drink's quite hard as well. Like, it's like, side of, drinks, there's so many that... Well, it would be alcoholic, mm-hmm. and it would, you know, here's another thing, how my, t- I was a huge red wine drinker, mm-hmm. you know, I loved a really dry Bordeaux, yeah. and now, it's like, now it's giving me headaches, so straight now away. I, do you get the headaches straight away? Yeah, or, yeah. so, and then for, for Christmas, my husband got me this filter, I haven't tried it yet, that takes away the sulfites, oh, okay, it seems like a lot of work. You can buy a lot of nice natural wine where there's I no know. sulfites in, which is delicious, and doesn't Is give it? you a headache. Yeah, yeah. Well, I switched to white. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now the problem <laughs> with idea. the problem with white, and I love white. My my drink of choice would be like a really expensive, very very cold because white has to be very very cold Chardonnay. Right. But cheap white wine tastes like urine to me. <laughs> Not that I've ever tasted urine. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it, you it, imagine that, that's what you exactly, would taste like, or it yeah. smells. Whereas you could get really good, inexpensive reds, not so mm. much whites. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to you need to spend for a good white. I think. Right. Yeah. 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 So a Chardonnay. That's a what. Nice that's what you'd like. A very well, cool I used Chardonnay. to be a Sauvignon Blanc, and now I'm a Chardonnay. See, it always changes. Always changing. Yeah. Yeah. What? So that would be my drink. Did, did, or did or if it a... was an after dinner, it would be a cognac. Right. Well, we, can, we can give you an after dinner drink. We'll throw in an after dinner. Yeah, if it was. Well. But but that's why, I mean, you, maybe you need to get a little more specific in this list. <laughs> sure, sure. When are you having the drink? Well, we want to leave it open to the guest's interpretation. Whenever you want to have the drink, that's when you'll have it. Yeah. Um, and if you do want to, I mean, we've had uh, chefs on it in the past. And chefs t- tend to 
order uh, want a lot more drinks than our other guests do. They uh, need to. They have a hard life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and we let them do it. So I don't. But like, I don't what drinks? Really what what drinks people. do people pick? Non-alcoholic drinks. People have picked non-alcoholic drinks. Like yeah. a diet coke. No one's picked a diet coke. No one's picked yet. a diet coke yet. We've Although I like diet coke. It tastes like normal coke to me because uh, back in I think this was like 2013, I completely cut caffeine out of my diet and I stopped having all caffeine. And then five years later. I decided, like, actually, I'm going to start uh, having Diet Cokes again. So I hadn't had a Coke in, like, five years. And then I had the Diet Coke. And after five years of having no Coke, it tasted like normal Coke. It didn't taste like chemicals? No, it just tasted like See, to me, it tastes chemically. I like it. It's good chemicals. Right, yeah. But it tastes chemically. Right, yeah. No, to me, it just tastes like a normal Coke now. Really? That's a little, little You're cheesy. a very strange person. <laughs> <laughs> James has told that anecdote, I'd say, on about uh, six or seven episodes. Can you cut that out, Ben? (laughs) It's not that interesting. (laughs) But by saying that, you've guaranteed it's staying in, Susie, because saying that James is a very odd person. (laughs) It's it's never been interesting. I've done it it six times. It's never been interesting. It's made the cut every single time. You keep trying. I love your persistence. It's a fan favourite. That's very much what his stand-up's like as well. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you, do you just do constant callbacks? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all it is. Yeah. It's like half an hour beat of them, You beat them to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, you know, the thing about wine, because there'll be people who say, like, you know, I, I buy the cheap wine. There's not, it is such a load of shit. If you yeah. have a really, and there have been times in my life when I've been somewhere where somebody's had a $500 bottle of wine, you could taste the difference. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. You, know, you might not be able to taste the difference between a $20 and a $40, yeah. but like a really good bottle... You could taste the difference. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then it's quite hard. I think with a lot of food and drink, once you've had the like uh, one that's so much better than anything you've had before, it's hard to go back. It is, except it's alcohol. Yeah, okay. yeah. you still feel. You, you yeah. get the buzz. Still feels fun. Do you ever do you drink before you go on stage? No, I even if I have one drink, it just dulls mm. the senses. Yeah, slightly I can't. I never have. Yeah. Never. Yeah. I did once in, in the early years just to see what it felt like. Yeah. Mm. And I got hostile. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I got hostile. And then I once, you know, uh, smoked a little pot before I went yeah. out just to see what that was like. And I, I had no idea. It was all <laughs> over the place. And so in all my years of stand-up, which have been many, that was the only times I ever did. But all these years, I know a lot of people yeah. that did would be at the bar, knocking them back, and then go on stage. I Some don't know people how they can did handle that. it. So, and I guess it depends on on-stage persona as well, if you're like like super laid back or like slurry anyway it sort of yeah. works but I always find I have to be quicker than the audience right exactly and I improvise so much yeah, and it's kind of you know like, yeah uh, hey huh pardon your audience are quite slow the audience are quite slow yours yeah <laughs> right okay <laughs> <laughs> not as you were saying then about uh, smoking pot when you're high on pot do you is there something in particular you like to eat oh yeah I like crunchiness uh huh you know, so uh, like potato chips. Yeah. What What do you call them? Crisps. 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 I mean, but really good ones. Yeah. Those are like, oh my God, they're my downfall. But then I also like to eat nuts, mm. like almonds, mm. you know, roasted almonds and yeah, salty. What do you think of these like uh, crisps or chips now that, where, that are like made of other things like peas or... It's dumb. Yeah. That's <laughs> just dumb. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to eat a pea. I'll eat a pea. <laughs> Although I like the sweet potato chips, but uh-huh. that's still yeah. potato. That's potato yeah. Stuff, yeah. yeah, I love the root vegetable ones. And also like, oh, I've got to get the brand name off my parents. I went round my parents' house and they had these ones that were, I think, yeah, made of like peas and lentils and they were actually good. And they well, were they, I'm not oh, saying okay. they're not good. They're yeah, not yeah. potato chips. But though. it's like yeah, having yeah. that crap on your pizza. Yeah. It's wrong. <laughs> it's just wrong. <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of things that are good. Yes, but they just shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things that are good, but shouldn't be. No. Well, we come to the dessert now. So obviously I'm a bit scared because like, even though you said you love ice cream earlier, you did say cheese is the best thing in the world. Well, I was thinking about dessert. You know, I mean, there's so many things. This, I mean, like a delicious chocolate layer cake and, this, and mm. ice cream. I love ice cream. But I was thinking about if I had to go back in my memory when I used to eat my mother's food before I realized she was filthy and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> she used to, my mother used to make this Russian... Um, 
My mother was Russian, and she made this Russian uh, uh, Orthodox Easter thing called Pashka. Mm. Oh. And here was a, she was also Jewish, so here was a really weird thing about it because it's a Russian ortho, you know, it's Christian, Russian Orthodox mm-hmm. is a Christian and very religious Christian. And they make this thing called Pashka, and it's oh, it's so delicious, it's amazing. It's cheese. Okay. And it's a white cheese. It, there's different recipes. Uh, like you could use farmer's cheese or that curd cheese, or you could use regatta, or you could use whatever. But it's always a white cheese. And apparently, it's a white cheese, and you make it in a triangle, this big thing in a triangle. And it's a white ch- cheese to indicate the purity of Christ. Wow. So yeah. what this <laughs> Jewish lady was doing with this, you know, making the purity of Christ, I have no idea. But it's cheese and butter uh-huh. and eggs. And nuts and some dried fruit. Oh. And what else? I mean, it's so rich and fat and, and sugar, a lot of sugar. Yeah, wow. it's, you know, and you, my mother used to make it like, and it would be like this big. And I'm like, I know this is, yeah. nobody can see what I'm doing. So what size is this? That looks like a, a, a foot. Besides a, your penis. A football. Like a half a football. Yeah, A half a football. Of an American football, yeah, not a football soccer, sure. but you call football, which I don't know what that means. Um, and I would eat the whole thing. Wow. I would eat the whole thing. And it was like so fat, filled with fat. I love yeah. fat. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the texture of fat. I, I, I like more fat more than salty or savory mm-hmm. or sweet. Something about the texture of it. You know, like on my, when my husband has a steak, he leaves all that delicious fat. I eat it all. It's disgusting. <laughs> so would it... This sounds like... Texturally, how is it? Is it like cream cheese sort of texture? Yeah, it's so creamy and delicious. And like, I could eat a whole stick of butter. Yeah. (laughs) It has butter. It has like everything. Every dairy product possible. Every dairy product Mm. possible. And it's sweet, but it has crunch because it has nuts in it. Mm, And it has that little like candied little, you know, currants and things like that. Mm. And maybe I'm not describing it correctly because my memory is dim at this point. But I remember this was the most delicious thing I'd ever had in my life now forget about the cholesterol factor which i don't really believe anyway since my mother cooked it it probably you know gave me salmonella or something (laughs) there were raw eggs probably (laughs) but it was the most delicious pashka Pashka. if you're ever like in in a russian orthodox bakery or something Mm. it's for russian easter also, wow. it sounds like this is like we finally found. Well, I was going to say you must be in two minds right now. No, I, oh, you would both like it. No, yeah, because James would, gets traditionally angry it. on this podcast if someone picks cheese for the dessert. Yes, but this is a it's sweet a dessert. Cheese. Yeah. It's, it's a, a dessert. dessert. This sounds like. Well, how about we cheesecake? Found, no, well, no, cheesecake's great, obviously, but like this sounds like the perfect middle ground. This yeah. sounds like we finally found something that me and Ed. Could unite over. I am so happy that I contributed (laughs) to your coming together in a way. And Susie's mum would put a piece of raw chicken in the middle. And whoever found the piece of raw chicken (laughs) got good luck for it. What was that disease that he had? Campylobacter. I never heard of it. Is that like salmonella? Yeah, I think so. But it's much rarer, which is why the government had to come over. Oh, my God. <laughs> to this idiot's house. Um, oh, yeah, that, well, that, that sounds delicious. And we, I think we finally yeah. found a dessert that we can bond over. We can the amazing. problem is that you can't find it anywhere. But I'm yeah. sure that th- there's recipes online. Yeah. Maybe we should make it. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Sounds very Unbelievable. Nice. But it's like a cheesecake, only it's mm. much... Um, it, it's not as thick and dense as a cheesecake. Mm, okay. And so you wouldn't have anything else with it? Yes, there's this other thing called kulich that you have with it, which is a, a breaded kind of a product that's a sweet bread, you ah. know, like a, not, not a muffin. Yeah. Oh, there's this whole thing we have this season. I don't know if you saw episode three or episode two, where Larry is trying to find the perfect scone <laughs> as opposed to a muffin. You know, where he's, like a scone, he believes should be hard and dry and crumbly. Yeah. And all these kind of soft scones, that's a muffin. Yeah, yeah, he has yeah, a whole yeah. riff on it that it's a muffin. It's yeah. not a scone. <laughs> so I'm going to read your order back to you now. Okay. See how you feel about now, it. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, the combo on my order is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Tap water from New York. Yeah. You would like Russian black bread with shitloads of butter. Yeah. Made by yourself. Starter, crazy salad with fresh burrata, also made by yourself. Uh, main course, Johnny's thin crust pizza. Side dish, French fries. Drink, a very expensive, very cold Chardonnay. And dessert, Pashka with Kulich. Kulich, yes. Sound good? That sounds good. It sounds amazing. 
It does sound very, it's, very But it's nice. not something you. It's something that you would have to come to my house to have. Because it's not like, something that any particular restaurant would have all that combo. Well, I think I think uh, eating a nice meal at someone's house very special. But when you come to my house, you have to bring the expensive wine. Yes, fine. Yeah, of course. yeah, yeah. We'll bring <laughs> the wine. We'll all club together. Bring the wine together. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. This was Thank fun. Thank you very much, Susan. There we have it. Whoa, Susie Essman. That was a great episode. What a what a lovely person and absolutely hilarious. Oh, it was everything I imagined it would be, that interview. Uh, uh, a dream come true. I absolutely loved it. And so grateful she didn't say egg custard as well. Although, you know, that dessert for a while sounded like it might be kind of similar. It's had a similar vibe. I wasn't really sure. Uh, but like, you know, I mean, maybe she was saved by our ignorance there. Yeah. <laughs> as many people often are. Yes. They are saved by our, by our ignorance. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I, I, I want to try that dessert. It sounds very nice. It does sound nice, actually, and I don't even like egg custard. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd tuck into that. Uh, what's Susie up to? Oh, well, Kerber Enthusiasm, if you're in the UK, is on Sky Comedy. I'm sure you can find it on Now TV. What a show. Just watch it all, mate. Watch it all. You'll have a good time. You'll enjoy yourself. She called James a strange person. That's one of my highlights. Yeah, absolutely. I really loved it. Uh, it's a, a privilege and a pleasure. Thank you very much for listening to the Off Menu Podcast. Uh, if you want to hit us up on the internet, it's offmenupodcast.co.uk or on social media at Off Menu Official on Instagram and Twitter. Go on to that website I previously mentioned as well, and there is a tab on that website for the restaurant recommendations. All the restaurants we've mentioned so far on the podcast ever, restaurants in the UK, restaurants in New York from our trip, from all over the world where guests have mentioned them. At no point will Benito answer you if you tweet him asking, what's the name of that restaurant? It's all on the website, but listen, guys, just because it's all on the website doesn't mean you can't tweet Benito and Ed <laughs> asking them about recommendations. They put themselves out there on social media. <laughs> they deserve everything they get. Oh, no, you can. You can do it. I do appreciate it. He loves it. I like that people uh, consider my opinion worth asking for. Mm, he likes it. I just want you to know. I probably won't get round to answer. He just doesn't want to disappoint you. Yeah. He wants you to know that he appreciates it, but he can't get round to replying to all of them. So best thing to do is ask repeatedly until he does reply. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. We will see you again next week for another off-menu menu of a mystery secret game. Don't go home. I'm your dad's friend, Lou Santos, and I've launched a new podcast called Cuddle Club. It's better than it sounds, actually. I talk to special guests about cuddling. Mm, There's not another podcast on cuddling, I thought to myself. Guests include Catherine Ryan, Richard Osman and Alan Davies. It's a perfect gift to yourself or to loved ones because it's actually free to download. I'd I'd love you to listen, but you're going to be the loser if you don't. It's worth reminding you that there's no other podcast about cuddling. It's business gone crazy. It's available on Apple Podcasts. Of course it is. Acast, yes. Spotify. Wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe now, please. Don't be an absolute dick piece. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? 
If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.